welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach, a mum, and a high vibe boss babe. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. So, just a little disclaimer. Today's episode is pre-recorded, but when you guys uh, will hear it, it will be New Year's Eve, the 31st of December, which means for all of you listening, tomorrow is New Year's Day, the 1st of January, 2022. So that's really exciting that it's the start of a brand new year, Uh, and so Today, I wanted to talk to you about goal setting and New Year's resolutions, given that that's the hot topic right now. So I don't want you to feel bad if you didn't achieve all of your goals that you set out to achieve this year in 2021, because there's no point feeling bad. We can't change the past. We can't change the year that was, but we can change this year and ensure that this year we do achieve what we want to. And I'm going to be honest with you all right now. I didn't achieve all my goals that I set out to achieve in 2021 either. So for example, I did have a goal to read one book a week for the year. So 52 books in the year. And I did not achieve that goal. And that's okay because obviously that was not a priority for me or it fell to the bottom of my priority list at some point in 2021. But I am going to be making that a goal again for this year or 2022. But I do know that if I want to achieve the goal this year, I need to change my behaviors and change the action that I'm taking so that I can achieve that goal. And I know that that goal is going to have to stay higher on my priority priority list if, in fact, I want to achieve it this year. Because nothing changes if you don't change, right? So I know change is scary because change for most of us, means resistance, right? And the reason that we feel resistance with change is because our brain wants to keep us safe. So our brain doesn't like uncertainty. But the best way to overcome this resistance or to try and lessen it a little bit is for us to ensure that we have clarity, not only on what we want to achieve, but how we're going to achieve it. So that means creating an action plan. So the biggest reason that people don't achieve their New Year's resolutions is because they don't have a step-by-step plan of how they're going to achieve their resolutions, right? They declare what their goals are for the year. They, They might even go so far as writing them down on a piece of paper or writing them in their notes on their phone, but then they forget about them. Once they're written down and they've declared, this is what I'm going to achieve this year, they go on with their life, they continue on as they always continue on and they forget about their goals until the end of that year comes around and they get that piece of paper out again or they get that note up on their phone 
and they look at what they had set out to achieve and then often they can feel down in the dumps that they didn't achieve all of that. And like I said, there's no point feeling bad about that. But the biggest thing to realize is that you need to change if you want things to change in your life. So today I'm going to give you some tips uh, on goal setting and creating an action plan so that you can achieve your goals or your New Year's resolutions for 2022. This year, I want to be your best year. I want it to be different to last year. I want it to be better and I want you, I want to see your win and achieve your goals, not just write them down and then forget about them and then feel like shit 12 months later because you didn't achieve what you had wanted to. So the first important point with your goals and creating an action plan to achieve them is obviously once you've gotten clarity on what you want to achieve, you have to think about why you want to achieve that and why that's important to you, right? So your why has to be strong enough to actually propel you forward to change your behaviors or habits and to go after that goal. And that goal needs to be in alignment with your values, right? So what you value in life, what's most important to you, what your core values are, the goal needs to align with your values. So like I said on the last episode of the podcast, my top three core values are love and connection, which is one and the same for me, freedom, and then growth and expansion, which are again one and the same for me. So I know that when I'm setting goals, they have to be in alignment with my values or else I'm never going to achieve those goals because I'm not going to have a strong enough why behind wanting to achieve those goals and it's not going to feel in alignment if I am trying to do something that doesn't align with my values it's not going to feel good to me so I'm just going to stop or I'm going to give up it's going to be too hard okay so that's really important to remember and so with my example of reading a book a week obviously I do value growth and learning and expansion and so I know that if I want to grow and expand my knowledge and learn more that I need to read more and so I know that that goal is within reach for me if I set myself up in the right way so that I can succeed so put in habits uh, or non-negotiables daily non-negotiables for me to read and actually block out time for me to do that set aside the time for me to do that I know that I can achieve that because it is in alignment with my values If it wasn't in alignment with my values, then even if I set aside time to do it every day and came up with daily non-negotiables, if I didn't want to do that, I would just sit there and stare at the page and I probably wouldn't take anything in and then I would get sick of doing that and I would give up. Okay, so you can see that's an example of how your goals need to be in alignment with your values in order to give you the best chance of success and for it to feel good to you when you're going after your goals. The next important thing is to actually break your goal down or your goals down, right? So you can have an outcome outcome goal, sorry, which is the big picture of what you want to achieve. And then you can break that down into performance and process goals, right? So performance goals, like I said, the outcome is the big picture. The performance goal is a specific standard you want to attain, 
And then the process is the strategy of how you're going to attain that standard, the performance goal. So an example um, might be the outcome goal is to start your own business. The performance goal is to complete your study or course within the next six months. And the process or the strategy of how you're going to do that is to do your homework and to read for one hour a night, your course materials. Or another example, the outcome goal could be to win a weightlifting competition, right? The performance goal, so the specific standard that you want to achieve might be to be able to squat 100 kilos. And the process, so the strategy of how you're going to achieve that might be to train five times a week, get a personal trainer or a lifting coach and eat sufficient calories to fuel your workouts. So as you can see, I've broken those goals down so that they're very specific. Um, So you've got the process goals, your specific strategy or the habits or the behaviors that you need to do to achieve the performance goal, which is the specific standard you want to achieve. And then from that, there's the outcome goal. But the outcome goal can't is sometimes objective, so it can't always be controlled. So like winning a weightlifting competition, you can't control, like you might achieve your performance goal of squatting 100 kilos, but you can't control what the other competitors are going to be able to lift. So whilst, you know, you achieve your performance goal of, of lifting 100 kilos, which um, you know, may have been what you previously needed to win. There might be someone who comes in at 110 or, or 105 kilos, like it's got 105 kilos and that's objective and you can't control that. So that's why it's always good to have performance goals as well and your process goals so that when you tick off your process and performance goals, you can still celebrate those wins even if you don't actually achieve the outcome goal, which may sometimes be something out of your control, right? So... The next thing that I think is important is to break your, so you've broken your goals down, you've made sure that they align with your values, and then what I like to do is put the goals into what I call create goals. So I'm sure you've all heard of SMART goals, but I use the acronym CREATE. So that stands for CLEAR, what do you want and why, which we've already gone through. Then it stands for realistic. So is this goal achievable for you right now? Can you put that on the top of your priority list? Are you going to be able to schedule in time every day or every week or whatever is required so that you can do the those processes, the strategy that you need to uh, obtain your goals? Are you going to be able to focus on that and prioritize that right now? Is that realistic? The E stands for ecological. So how will achieving this goal affect you and others around you? Does that mean you have to sacrifice your, you know, sometimes some social time or some family time, whatever, and think that through and ensure that you're prepared to do that or do whatever it takes to achieve your goal. The A stands for is if now. So instead of writing, just writing down, you know, read 52 books a week, uh, sorry, 52 books a year as the goal, We would state it as if now, as if you've already achieved it. So it is the 1st of January, 2023, and I have read 52 books in the last 12 months. I feel so proud of my achievements and so much more knowledgeable than a year ago, right? So that's 
stating your goal, not just writing down what you want to achieve, but writing it down in present tense as if you've already achieved it. Then the T stands for timed. When will you achieve this goal by? So it's really important to have a time frame on there so that you stick to that and you actually get the action done required to take that goal. Otherwise, you might, you know, say I've got this goal and if you're giving yourself five years to achieve the goal, I mean, if it's a long-term goal, that's fine. But if it's something um, simple, you're just never going to achieve it. You're going to keep putting it off, right? You need to have some form of time pressure or time constraint to actually get you moving and actually taking action. And then the E stands for evidence procedure. How will you know when you have achieved your goal? So again, that comes back down to setting it as a performance goal. So what is the specific standard? So if it's to squat 100 kilos, then you've achieved your goal, whether you actually achieve the outcome goal of winning the competition or not, right? So make sure that there's an evidence procedure so that instead of just saying, I want to lose weight, well, you can lose weight, but you may feel that you haven't achieved your goal because you don't know what the evidence procedure is. So how can you celebrate that win? And it's important to celebrate your win. So it's important to have an evidence procedure. So your evidence procedure may be, um, you know, go down a clothing size or you want your clothes to fit a little bit better, right? So when you can physically or tangibly see that you've your clothes are fitting better or you've gone down a size in clothing, then you know that you've achieved your goal. And even if you're still not 100% satisfied, because often that's the human condition, we reach our goal and we're still not satisfied, we want to go on to the next thing, right? But even if you're not satisfied, you can still celebrate the win and say, well, I've still, you know, and give yourself credit, I've still achieved this goal. I've gone down a clothing size. So although I now still want to lose more weight or, you know, want to put on more muscle, whatever it is, you can still celebrate that win instead of feeling like you've achieved nothing and not celebrating yourself and seeing how far you've actually come. And so, like I said, with goal setting, you have to be prepared to do the work, to take the action and to change. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? That's not going to happen. You can't just keep writing down your goals every year on a little piece of paper and then putting them away for 12 months, forgetting about them and not actually coming up with an action plan and expecting that these that you're going to achieve these goals because you're not, right? So you need to take responsibility. You need to actually come up with an action plan of how you're going to achieve your goals, why you want to achieve them and break your goals down. Make sure that they align with your values and that you're going to be able to prioritize them, that they're actually realistic for you right now. And like I said, that may mean sacrificing social occasions or time with your family or sacrificing watching Netflix at night if you want to read more. You know, that's an example of myself. And so you have to be prepared to make those sacrifices uh, and you need to be able to put yourself first over other people because a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to make these sacrifices But then comes the peer pressure or the pressure from family or whoever. And then you slowly start to go back to your old ways or go back to your old habits and you stop prioritizing yourself and your own goals, right? So in order to achieve your goals, if you are 100% serious about them, you need to fuck what other people think, excuse the French, 
and you need to put yourself first and you need to be honest with others. And if that, you know, if it's a no, it's a no. Like the saying, if it's not a hell yes, then make it a hell no. Like if you're not, if you don't want to do something or it doesn't align with your goals or what you want to achieve, then you just say no. You don't need to please other people. You need to put yourself first. And and that's often, you know, one of the hardest things for people to do is to tell others no and to put themselves first. But it is important if you are serious about going after your goals and achieving them. And like I said, with the taking action, yes, it's scary because, you know, change is scary and change equals resistance. And like I said, you can lessen that by being clear on your goals and coming up with an action plan of how you're going to achieve them. But there's still always going to be some bit of resistance there, right? You're never going to feel 100% ready, but you just have to take that first step. And once you get going, it does become easier and it does become more comfortable, but you just have to start and you need to stop worrying about what other people are going to think of you. You need to stop fearing failure or fearing the judgment of others because, you know, there is no failure. There is only learning, right? And there's so many successful people that have failed, or most successful people, sorry, have failed in their journey at one point or another. And that's how you learn, right? There's no learning without failure. And so we need to stop viewing failure as a bad thing. We need to think, okay, what have I learned from this? And then again, how can I change moving forward to get a different outcome or a different result? If this hasn't worked, then I need to change. How can I change or do things differently to get a different result next time around? And that is how you learn and grow. And that is how you will eventually succeed. But you just need to stop, you know, getting knocked back if you do fail or there's a challenge or an obstacle. Instead of just throwing in the towel and giving up, you need to work out how to overcome that, how to grow and how to adapt and and change so that you can overcome it and then still get the result that you want instead of just giving up. And so it does require discipline right? It requires discipline, obviously, to be able to put yourself first, but it also requires discipline in, you know, sometimes when you feel like you're not winning or you feel like you're not achieving your goals and you are putting in the work and you're dedicating the time to it, but you just feel like you're coming up against roadblock after roadblock. It requires the discipline to keep going, to persevere and and keep trying until you do succeed. And so another important point is that your goal needs to be for you and not for anyone else. Because if it's for someone else, then again, at some point along the way, it's going to become too hard and you're going to give up. Because if it's not in alignment with your values and it's not for yourself, how are you going to be able to prioritize that? in your life, right? You might be able to prioritize it for a little bit and go after it for a little bit, but then it's going to start feeling like hard work, not in alignment, and you're going to give up. So make sure that you're setting goals for yourself and for no one else. And you need to consider, you know, what is the pain that you will experience if you don't achieve your goal? You know, remaining stuck where you are, not progressing, and then also consider how you'll feel when you achieve your goal. 
And you need to focus on that feeling of how you will feel when you achieve your goal, right? Because when we focus on that, that's what encourages us to continue, right? Even when it's hard and we're coming up against challenges and obstacles and sometimes we feel bad for telling other people no and prioritizing ourselves, when we focus on how we're going to feel when we achieve that goal and what that means to us in our life, that's going to keep us going. That's what we need to focus on. Because if we focus on everything that could go wrong, then those fears will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So instead of focusing on what could go wrong, we need to focus on what could go right and how are we going to feel once we get there and know that we will get there. Have faith in ourselves that we will get there. And so again, this comes back down to you know, optimizing what we consume with our mind. So who we surround ourselves with, do they support us and support our goals? If they're going to make us feel bad every time we tell them no, they don't understand that we are prioritizing ourselves and our goals right now and they don't support that, then, you know, that may not be beneficial to have that those people in our lives right now if they're going to try and bring us down. So it's really important that we consider what we're consuming you know, in our mind and who we're surrounding ourselves with. What do they talk about? What books do we read? What podcasts do we listen to? Who do we follow on Instagram? What's, how do we talk to ourselves? You know, are we positive? Do we say positive affirmations to affirm our belief that, yes, we are going to achieve our goal to keep us going? Um, or do we keep telling ourselves that we can't do anything right and we're never going to achieve our goal? Because again, if that's how we talk to ourselves, then we will just give up. We're going to have no hope. And, you know, what you consume and what you focus on is what becomes your reality, right? So it's so important to consume positive things and hang around positive people and supportive people and, you know, have daily rituals that are supportive of us and help us go after our goals, you know, being grateful, doing visualizations of us achieving our goal and getting to that feeling of how how that feels and, you know, self-care practices because, like I said, putting ourselves first and making us at the top of our priority list is so, so important in achieving our goals and so that is part of caring for yourself as well is and making yourself your your own number one priority. And lastly, we need to stop focusing on what everyone else is doing and stop comparing our chapter one to someone else's chapter 10 and then feeling deflated about it. We just need to focus on ourselves and ensure that we're just consistently taking action. We're putting one foot in front of the other and be proud of that and know that if we continue to do that, we stick to our action plan that we will succeed uh, and celebrate those wins along the way, even if, you know, we're not achieving as much as the next person. But like I said, that next person may have been going after their goals for a lot longer than you. So we can't compare. We just need to focus on our own journey and be proud of ourselves and celebrate our wins along the way and make sure that we are continuing to take consistent action and putting one foot in front of the other, even when it gets tough, even when it gets challenging, we persevere. So I hope you guys all love today's episode uh, and I hope that that gives you some tips and some things to think about um, coming into the new year and 
when you guys are setting out your New Year's resolution or your goals for this year, hopefully it helps to set you up for success and hopefully this year will be your best year yet. If you do want some support in setting goals and coming into alignment and making 2022 your best year yet and creating a roadmap to success on how you can get to where you want to be, then certainly slide into my DMs on Instagram or go to my website and apply to work with me, which will both be linked in the show notes. And if you loved this episode, remember to rate, review and subscribe in Apple Podcasts. And if you want to win a free 90-minute clarity call with myself, you have until the 2nd of January to screenshot you listening to the podcast, upload it to your stories and tag at step into your power underscore. And then the winner will be drawn on the 3rd of January and notified via Instagram DM. As always, you can contact me via email or Instagram DM. I will also link my email. And if you are interested in learning more about manifesting your desires, then you can download my free manifesting magic ebook, which I will also put in the show notes. Anyway, happy new year, guys. I hope you all have an amazing time celebrating the new year, no matter what you're doing. This year, it's going to look a little different for me with a almost seven month year old. Um, But we're still going to enjoy bringing in the new year. And I'm just so excited for 2022, not only for myself, but also for my clients. Like this is going to be a big year. All right, guys, I will speak to you all next week. Bye.